0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Chris Minogue is a mother craft nurse with over 30 years' experience. Every Monday she's in the studio answering your questions except for today. Today, we're bringing you highlights of our favorite Kindling Helpline segments because tonight we're doing a Facebook live event with Chris right after the babies are in bed at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you have a question you're busting to ask, make sure you jump online when they're tucked up and nice and snug and asleep and we'll leave you alone and you can ask Chris Chris your questions then. Mothercraft nurse Chris Minogue is in the studio. She's had over 30 years' experience working with families and their young children from babies all the way up to four, five, six years of age. Chris, let's start with Nadia, who we have on the phone. She has a question about her four and a half month old baby and solids. Hi, Nadia, how are you? Hi,
1: good thing. I've just got a query with my four and a half month old. For his mid morning feed, I've started solids for, I've actually been doing that since he turned four months just a bit of rice cereal yep. mixed in with some formula and fruit. So he's back having a couple of tablespoons. But the main query was in the afternoon, I've started the last few days just giving him um, for his 4 p.m. feed some solids. But I'm confused whether to do... But I'm confused because it's... Yes. <laughs> I think most of the
2: population is confused
1: with you, now. Yeah, <laughs> and um, what happens is usually between the 4 and 7, yeah um Bob won't have a nap, so yeah, I end right. up doing solids and milk
0: yep. and then
1: another bottle within two hours, and it's like, how do I fit it all in? Yeah, and, should I be and how do you do solids? the balance? Yep. And what order, and do I leave a gap between milk and solids at that 4 p.m. <laughs> feed? I'm confused. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what to do. So what I'm going to do
2: is give you a suggested way of doing it, which is how I would suggest to do it. But it brings him back to one meal for a little bit longer. Right. And then I think he'll take all of his bottles and he will take a nice meal for you. So if I use the example of 6am in the morning, I'd give him a bottle. Yes. And that bottle would be around about 150 mils. And then I would feed him roughly around 6, then roughly around 9.30 and roughly around 1 o'clock, he'd have his bottles. Then at 4 o'clock, what I'd tend to do is give him his solids meal there. So I'd probably give him about a tablespoon of food.
1: So are you saying just to drop it down, what I'm doing? Yeah, just
2: just drop it down to one meal and maybe a tablespoon of his rice cereal and fruit. Rice cereal. Yeah. Right. And then just give him a little top up just so he's got a bit of fluid with that meal. So give him, say, 60 mils in the bottle. Yeah. And then do his last bottle of the night around that 6.30 window. Okay. Yeah. So a little meal and a little bit of of formula and then a nice bottle, you know, around 200 mils before he goes to bed at 7 o'clock. Okay. Look, Nadia,
0: what we might do is um, we'll make sure we send you a link. I think our producer, Elise, has your email address. So we'll send you a link to what Chris just told you because I know it's a lot to get your head around. And please feel free to give us a call back at five months if you have more questions then.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks, Nadia.
0: We've got this question here. I'm not sure who it's from because it's a text, but um, the person says, what to do when bub wakes up at 4 a.m. every day and won't resettle but has huge naps during the day and the baby is apparently nine months old?
2: Okay. So first thing you would do is make sure that the sleeps in the day weren't too big. So on average, a nine-month-old has about an hour in the morning, maybe an hour and a half, and an hour and a half to two, two and a half hours in the afternoon. So they're having somewhere between three and three and a half hours of sleep in a day. So if they're getting more than that, it may affect when they wake up at night. So this little baby might sleep really well for mum in the day, goes down at seven o'clock, but by four in the morning, it's just not tired. So one is to look at how much sleep the baby's getting. So ideally, the minimum would be an hour in the morning and two hours in the afternoon. So a variation of half an hour—it's not going to make that big a difference. Um, so that would be good. Goes down about three and a half or three, three and a half hours after the last sleep. So look at the timing. And then if it still persi- persists, then it's just a matter of trying to get encourage that baby to resettle again. So doesn't really at nine months won't need anything. Won't need a bottle. Won't need those types of um, independent or dependent um settling techniques probably just needs to be left for a little bit, go in and pat comfort um and go backwards and forwards until
0: the child realises to go back to sleep again. I can imagine that um mothers have a huge aversion to waking a sleeping baby. Yep. <laughs> but I in would, this case But in this case it's probably contributing to the waking at four o'clock in the morning. Do you have a technique of waking a baby? When I generally just
2: open the door and open the blind so that they naturally just wake over the next ten minutes or so in natural light. And usually that's all it's needed. So as soon as you open the door it's almost like it disturbs their sleep in itself but leaving them for a few minutes to fully wake up and that should not have them grumpy so sometimes when you wake them they're really grumpy because they're actually in a deep sleep so I just give them that time frame to wake up but they're not in a deep sleep
0: kindling radio for kids Susie says, Mr. Five is scared all the time. We have to stand at the toilet door or bathroom door. He won't be left in a room by himself or go into a room by himself, even if it's just to the kitchen to get a drink. He also says he gets nervous when there are too many people in the house and then will refuse to get changed or go to the toilet at all. He suffers with anxiety and it can get very bad if we get out of routine. He's bad at the moment and we've put it down to his older brother showing him a scary video two months ago. Any suggestions to help his anxiety? Oh, wait, there's more. (laughs) Don't take a breath yet. He's scared of the dark too. We've always had troubles at night time, but we are slowly making progress. We got him down to waking only once or twice during the night. It used to be five to six times. His teachers are aware of his anxiety and he seems to be okay at school. He started prep in Victoria this year, but then he seems burnt out by the time he gets home. He often says his heart beats so hard it feels funny.
2: Poor thing. You know, from the sounds of it, it does sound like he suffers from a form of anxiety. And so on On the day-to-day basis, it's obviously lots of reassurance, lots of telling him what's going to happen. You know, simple things like, I'm going to leave the door open for you to go to the bathroom. I'm leaving, you know, the light on for you to go to the bathroom. I'm leaving the light on for you overnight and the hall light. So, and the other thing we need to teach him is how to relax and how to be calm and how to be in the space and that he's all right. So you can keep telling him that nothing's going to happen, but until that gets through to his head. And I think in this case, it's much bigger than what we can do to help him. So one is to access information because they will guide you on how to help him to get through these little struggles. The other one that I've worked, that I've done with little people, like three-year-olds that might work for him, is when you put him to bed at night with the light on, I play him an audiobook that's really, really nice. Like Stephen Fryer reading You Ooh, know, really the poo he Winnie does, the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. You know, that's something that's nice, like reading some particular stories at the end of the day, do set their mind off. So they do need to be fun stories, up stories, not dark stories. And even though it might be a really lovely story in the end, that child's going to bed thinking about it. So for him, it might be an audiobook book that might help him relax enough to allow those fears to just be much more relaxed. And he could do that at four o'clock in the afternoon. He could sit with a set of headphones and, and listen to some nice story. And that probably leads into, you know, they talk a lot now about meditation for little people, but... Um, But I think underline, if he has anxiety, I think you're going to need your own support to guide him through it.
0: Yeah, it's a hard one. Yeah. Um, You've just made me think of two things, Chris. Um, The first one is a book that we um, did a story on a while back by um, a psychologist called Karen Young, and it's called Hey Warrior. She did a children's book specifically for this age Age group. group beautifully illustrated, it's called Hey Warrior. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really sweet and hopeful way of teaching children yeah. about what's going on. Cool. The other thing when you mentioned the stories, I just thought I'd give the uh, Kindling app a plug because we do have um, books on there that you can download for free if you want to go to there and of Perfect. course... Sleepy soundtrack, which yeah, is really soothing music yeah. that you can leave on through the night. So. so,
2: I reckon the sleepy soundtrack, the only reason that he might need a story is just because he's five and that's sort of part of what the five year old does. I think the, the hope and the glory in this, Susie, is that it doesn't exhibit it at school.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. So it? Yeah.
2: He is using all those strategies to cope at school, but he's obviously using them because when he comes home, he's tired. You know, he's a, bit, a little bit fragile. So I think at home he needs those releases that allows him to calm and relax in order to move through to the next thing. But I quite literally say to him, each time you need to go to the bathroom, just tell mummy and I will take you. I would take that away from him. I mm, take that fear. anxiety or fear away from him because what does it matter if you have to stop and take him to the bathroom? He's five. They only go three times a
0: day. <laughs> so, and, know, I, and I, I do that with my daughter and, too. So. Try
2: and boost him up while we gather enough information to help him out.
0: We have a text from Felicity Chris. Mm -hmm. She says, Help, my beautiful, sweet two year old has discovered swear words. It's horrendous, (laughs) but he thinks it's funny. It started after we had our second baby, so I'm guessing it might be a bit of attention seeking, but I don't know how to stop him. I've tried ignoring him, I've tried reasoning with him, I've tried telling him it's naughty and it makes mummy sad when he does it, all to no avail. How can I explain to a two-year-old that it's really not acceptable language? I know he thinks he's just being cheeky and doesn't understand what he's saying, but I'd be mortified if he said it at childcare or in front of his nana.
2: Yes, well, they all tested at some (laughs) time. They try out the word. So we have to assume that this little one's more two and a half, if not three, to have that depth of language to repeat a word with that much Clarity. <laughs> so uh, you're right. Generally speaking, we would say ignore it and do not respond to it in any way. And it probably started out of shock, and then maybe someone laughed at him when he said it or tried to dispel it by being really casual about it. And so he's a bit confused whether he's having fun with you or whether it's wrong. So I think you're right in ignoring it generally. And the other approach and this is not really a discipline, it's just saying we are not going to tolerate that, is when he uses it, don't say anything, but very calmly take him by the hand and sit him in the naughty corner and just give him a few minutes. So I, it's not the ranting, you're in trouble type thing. You're going to sit there and then get down on his level and say, we do not use that word in our house, and then just bring him back to play again. This is sort of like a very cool way of not getting too worked up about it, but saying to him, not in this house.
0: I like, I also like what you say about that. It's, it's very clear. Yeah. There's no ambiguity. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's amb- amb- ambiguous to say it makes you sad, but there yeah. is definitely a clear line in the yeah. sand there, isn't there? Yeah. We don't do that. So,
2: and it also yeah. takes confrontation out of it. Mm. I'm just going to, when you do that, I'm just going to sit you on this chair here. I'm going to give you two minutes. And then I'm going to say to you, okay, that's not the behaviour we want in this house. Mm. And sometimes if we can take the passion out of it, i.e. the temper and the temperament out of it, it's actually a much more effective way of getting them to know, oh, that wasn't the right the right response that I thought I was going to get if I used that behaviour.
0: Okay. And look, finally, before we let you go, um, we have a question from Sarah. My son will be turning 3 in a few weeks time. Suddenly he wants to argue about everything, especially clothes. Do you have any tips on how we can make how we can both survive this stage in his development? Okay. So I have this rule, don't argue about clothes. So there's so many big things
2: you have to argue about in life. <laughs> yes. Clothes is not one of them. But say it's an occasion where you want him dressed, you know, coordinated. What I would do is as soon as he gets out of bed, take his pyjamas off and put his clothes on because then he doesn't argue about it. So the three-year-old argues usually when you're disrupting the play they're in. So they're playing and then you say, let's go and get dressed. And they have this conniption fit about, I don't want to move because I'm, I'm in this play moment or I'm in this moment. some doing something else. So the trick, if you really want him dressed, get him up, take his pyjamas off and put him in his clothes. The other trick to it is to take out the the anxiety around it. So on play days or daycare days, I would just have a drawer and let him choose anything out of that drawer that he wants to put on, but coincidentally, everything
0: in that drawer matches. Do you know, you just answered a question I had because I have heard of people, their issue with the clothing is not so much matching it's as what? weather appropriate. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so just yeah. by not letting them – and then you're giving them agency and so they yeah. feel great about Look, what they're doing. I let this – I took, um,
2: helped a family go to New York one day. I hope we've got a minute to tell this story. And along the trip, this baby undressed itself. It was about 18 <laughs> months old, undressed itself and would not put any clothes on. When we got to New York in the dead of winter, oh my it was cold. And he was not going to put clothes on and I was not going to argue with him in JFK Airport. So we walked out the door, pretty much, walked back in, put the clothes on, no argument.
0: <laughs> so sometimes this. you
2: have to let him go a little bit
0: for him to work it out. I understand the consequences. Chris, thank yeah. you so much for your That's time today. a pleasure. Today. That was a Highlight Kindling helpline with Mothercraft nurse Chris Minogue. And don't forget that Chris will be online live tonight from 8pm Eastern Standard Time. Just search for Kindling on Facebook and you can ask your questions there. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.